Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of PSG Talking. I'm your host Ed, and today I'm joined by a very special guest who really needs no introduction if you're a PSG fan. On Twitter, he goes by PSG Hub. So let's just go ahead and bring him in right now. Thank you so much for joining the show. I've been wanting to have you on for a really long time. I really enjoy your work on Twitter. So I'm glad we were able to work this out. How is everything going on your end? Hi, it's Philip Beer. You know, it's my first time on podcast and uh, having this idea to do this together. So yes, it's great. I'm, uh, I'm great. I helped you. No, I can't complain. Um, I guess I'm a little nervous with this whole Mbappe saga going on, and I know that's what everyone probably wants us to talk about, and we are certainly <laughs> going to get to Killian and talk about transfers in the summer. Um, but I thought I would first start with your journey, because you're a PSG influencer of sorts. You really have become, with PSG Hub, the de facto news source for many uh, people on Twitter, because you do a great job with timely updates Uh, that are in English, that you translate from reputable sources. I mean, you really are a go-to source for PSG News. And so talk a little bit about your journey. How did you start PSG Hub? Why did you start it? And are you so uh, surprised with its success? So, yes. Uh, so I started it in December 2020, so on New Year's Eve. And we first January 2021. So the idea... I, I just, uh, at the beginning, I saw a lot of French accounts uh, like this reporting different club for PSG, but uh, at the time, I haven't known any English account, if I can say that. So I decided to, to start my and the name came very easily. And I saw accounts, private ones, to help me, and it got a very big in a few months. And also thanks to Messi. Great, and in the signing of Messi, uh, I know on our account we we gain followers, but you guys really have just grown. Especially when Messi was that sort of the breaking point when you were reporting all of that. Did you see just a massive spike in followers? Yes, yes, yes it's uh, like uh, do I can uh, like eight uh, k. And at the end of August, I had so a big, impressive growth in just, uh, I'd say, 20 days. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. I think anyone associated with PSG uh, during that time when Messi was signing uh, definitely saw an increase in popularity. So, um, But you guys did a great job in reporting that. Like I said, a go-to source for many out there. We did have a little bit of technical difficulties on your end. I think just some of your audio was fading out. But hopefully we can we can hold it together to get through this because I want to ask you about Kylian Mbappe. Um, you know, there's just so much being reported out there. And you do, like I said, a great job at reporting it, but it's, he's going, he's staying, PSG are going to let him, you know, rename the Eiffel Tower. What is your opinion 
<laughs> what do you think is going to happen with this Kylian Mbappe transfer? I guess not transfer, but just contract situation. Where do you think he goes? What do you make of all the different reports coming out of Spain and France? Okay, so I don't really want to be pessimistic, but in my opinion, since September, I think he's done. I don't think uh, he wants really to stay. I think he really wants to take the next step in his career. And it's a bit sad, and I don't want him to to leave, but... uh, I think that's uh, what his mind is set on at the moment. Uh, and if the club really succeeds to extend him, it's uh, a good work. I, I don't know how he can uh, do that, to be honest. So for now, uh, I think he's leaving. And uh, we can see it in the previous report in the last few days. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know really how we can turn the table around. That's it. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of PSG supporters are thinking. We we think that he's likely going to go. He he did say ahead of this current season that he did ask to leave when I guess Real Madrid made that bid for him and he wanted PSG to get some money for him. So it seems like his mind has been made up since then. Now, there's been quite a bit of time in between then. Real Madrid knocked PSG out of the Champions League. That didn't help PSG's cause. Do you think that there's anything that PSG can offer him to convince him to stay? Uh, I think if he has uh, some, um, maybe he asked, he asked some for some time and for some things to change in the in the sporting department. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry for my English, but uh, maybe he asked for some change. So that's why PSG has uh, still maybe a bit of change to keep him for maybe uh, like uh, one year or two so yeah that's it and I think he still has the like the envy to stay and get that Champions League home but uh, I don't think he it's in his mind right now if he really wanted to stay I think he would have extended his contract a, a few months back and he, would, he wouldn't have asked to leave in, in summer 2021. What do you think is the reason why he hasn't made a decision? I think fans on both sides are getting irritated with how long he has waited to make this announcement. Why do you think he's waited so long? If what, if what you're saying is true, he's made up his mind. Why hasn't he said as much yet? Uh, I think he really wants to avoid the booing maybe in the stadium and also i don't think it's an easy uh, contract to to sign and to build on madrid side and also on pg side like he's a big player so there is a lot of uh, pages so i I don't really think it's uh, that easy for madrid to seal up and also to for pg to to advance to really try to convince him so i think these two uh, reasons are the biggest ones for for him to avoid making a decision officially uh, for now. That's interesting. I mean, Real Madrid, this is not the first Galactico or whatever you want to call it, superstar footballer that they've signed. You would think that they would have this contract uh, uh, kind of figured out. They would have the right people that could put that together. But it is complicated. You know, you're getting into player rights, images, and whatever else he might be requesting. Um, yes, yeah, it, that's it's difficult. You mentioned something there, the booing. 
Let's say yes. the PSG have a match on Saturday um, at the park against Mets. Do you think the fans would boo him if he said tomorrow I'm going to Real Madrid? Do you think they would boo him and jeer and? I yeah. I think the people in the stadium are really pleased to have him and to to see him play. So he did incredible in his last two seasons. And I don't think they would boo him, but uh, a lot of uh, reaction on the social media. People uh, can boo him very easily. So I think that's a bit different, you know, on the social media and on the, in the stadium. But um, it's really difficult to understand why he still hasn't said anything. Because maybe he's really trying to to see the pros and cons on both sides. And maybe he really hasn't made his decision. Or maybe he has made his decision already since a long time, but he is dragging it to the end. It's really a difficult case to to understand, and for me and for a lot of people, because we don't have insight, you know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, credit to Mbappe and his um, his team, his family. I mean, they've really kept a tight lid on this. No one really knows. Um, I asked you earlier if there's anything that PSG could do. I do think that the trip to Qatar could have been beneficial for PSG. I think if he was able to meet with the Emir or some of the leadership there, I think that could have been convincing. Because I think at the end of the day, when you look at the player rights images. Mbappe wants to be more than just a footballer. I think he wants to impact change. We know that the exactly, pre- yes. yeah, we know that the president of France, uh, Macron, has has gotten involved in this. And I think what's better than money, political power, right? We know Mbappe exactly, is from yes, the suburbs of Paris. Could he wield some sort of political influence to help his community to get them more resources, things like that? I think that's something that would be powerful to Mbappe. If he were to stay, what, what do you think about that? I, I totally agree on this. He, as a, myself, a former Parisian, I was born in Paris. I understand this uh, link, this blood link, if I can say, if that's the right uh, uh, words to say. Yeah. We really are very close to our roots. So I think it's uh, it could be a reason for him to stay maybe one or two years more to even to help even more his community. And so try again to win the first Champions League in his own city. So I I agree there's this community um, reason, if I can say, to help uh, the kids to be an example, like uh, Macron said uh, uh, a few weeks ago. I, it can be a reason, yes, for him to stay. Yeah, so we're, we're down here in, in the final hours because from all the reports, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Between May 23rd and the 28th is when he's planning on making an announcement. Do you think? Um, do you think he would announce it if he is going to Real Madrid? Do you think he would announce it before the Champions League final? Uh, I, if he is going to Madrid, I, I think he could drag down a bit more, maybe July, but I don't see any announcement before the Champions League if his decision is Madrid because he wouldn't uh, want to disturb, maybe. I don't think it's this, if uh, disturb is the right word, but you can... You, you know what I'm talking about. I don't think uh, you would want to well, really disturb them when we ha- they have a big match uh, coming on late May. 
so I don't really know if uh, next week will be the week of the decision and and him publicly uh, announcing it. But um, yeah, it's really difficult. You know, <laughs> it can make this uh, really difficult for us to know. And I don't really, I don't think anyone knows besides his mother and his dad. Really, no one. So we hear a lot of noise everywhere in Spain, in France, in England, very, really everywhere. But I don't think anyone has uh, the answer. And in this day and age where, you know, Fabrizio Romano was out there, <laughs> he knows everything before maybe even the player knows where they're going. It's uh, it's pretty phenomenal that he's been able to keep this top secret because as, as much as we all think that he's going to Real Madrid, I think there there is a possibility that he does stay. I mean, we really don't know. We know that Madrid was his dream and all of that, but like to, to um, your point, he is Parisian. He does feel it in his soul. That's where he's from. He probably wants to deliver a title uh, to Paris, a Champions League title, that is. I think that means a lot to him. Um, he had those comments about he's okay with being the third or second you know, leading scorer in PSG's history. I, I don't know. I think yes. he probably wants to be number one. There's still more to accomplish yes. at PSG. A one to two year contract seems reasonable. You get to play another year with Messi. It's not unthinkable that he stays, right? If you had to put a percentage on it, what what percentage would you say maybe he stays? For today, I think I'd say 30%. And I totally agree with you. Uh, there is a reason for him to stay. Uh, so winning the first Champions League, like I said a few minutes ago, uh, help his community around and play again with Messi, Neymar, we, who is very close with. And so, yes, there is reasons. But I think maybe in his mind, he's, for him, it's the right step right uh, moment to take another step because he, he like uh, we know he really wanted to leave uh, last summer because he he thought he had uh, done any everything for for us so it's really difficult for me to think about uh, why he would extend when he really wanted to leave last summer it's difficult in my mind to really um, know why if table would have turned you know, in uh, our advantage. I want to talk about, let's just assume that Mbappe does go to Real Madrid. He's taken a big risk, is he not? Because this is a team that's in the Champions League this year. They've won, you know, however many Champions League titles <laughs> over their time. It, it's it's an impressive record. They're certainly the benchmark when it comes to that competition. But it's a risk. Number one, you have to worry about Super League. Does does Real Madrid come away from the Champions sure, yes. League and, and do that? I don't think Mbappe would love that. Um, and then for Mbappe, if if he cannot get Real Madrid to the Champions League final next season, it's a failure. It's a fa- it's absolutely yes, a failure because they got there without him. And so, I agree. Huh? You, yeah, go ahead. If they, if they already won 30, sorry, yes, I agree. Huh? If they won 30 Champions League without him, so if he doesn't win one, maybe in his first like one, two or four, three seasons, uh, fans will see it as a failure. I agree. So it's definitely a risk he moves, but uh, it's his dream moves, like he already said uh, several times. We knew it since he first joined us in, in 2017. So yes, it's risky. And that's it, yes. And and we know that the the fans in Madrid could be ruthless, maybe even more so than the ultras 
the part to Brands exactly, APD. yes. <laughs> and I the media. Yeah, the media too there in Spain. Yes. It, it, they, they, they will be relentless if he goes, you know. Yes, at, they will kill him. Yeah. They will kill him if he doesn't win anything with us, with him. Especially when you're talking about a hundred million euro signing bonus and forty million, you know, salary or whatever it is, the numbers are going to be astronomical, and he certainly earned it. But at that price, he's going to have to deliver, and the bar is so high there, and in the media scrutiny and the fan scrutiny is going to be white hot. And if he does not deliver, it's going to go really bad. We've seen it go bad with Gareth Bale. We've seen it gone bad with uh, Eden Hazard, where both of those players came in. Didn't really live up to the hype. I'm not saying they were terrible, but not not what they thought that they were getting. Um, I don't I, think that'll I happen totally with Mbappe. Agree. But go ahead. I totally agree. It's uh, it's very difficult uh, when these kind of numbers are everywhere and at this height, he he got something on his shoulders. He has he has to succeed there. So it will be for sure some pressure on his shoulders, but I think he will uh, eat this pressure. I think he, he won't have any, maybe I'd say uh, not any problems to live up to these numbers, like he did when he was 18 and he joined us. Huh? He, uh, 180 million euros transfer at, uh, at 18 years old, it's uh, phenomenal. And he really lived up to the hype here. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, I think he'll have maybe a little bit more of a balanced squad at Real Madrid. Um, but let let's talk about balanced squad because PSG's right now is very unbalanced. Looking ahead into the summer, let's just say Mbappe does move on. What is, what are some of the first changes that you would like to see from PSG? And it could be players coming in, or maybe it's a sporting director going out, or a manager going out. What would you like to see very first? It's a great subject. So I think we have to know more about the coach and sporting director first, because we can't really talk about uh, targets, players, if we don't know who will be the next coach and if Leonardo will stay or not. So I think these two people are the first um, point we have to to seal. So if Pochino will leave or not. And then when we know who will be the coach next season, we will really talk about targets. So target-wise, striker, if Mbappé leaves, I think uh, that we don't have a lot of options, to be honest, I think. Besides Darwin Nunes, uh, maybe uh, Alexander Isaac from Real Sociedad. And I don't see anyone else really uh, like uh, open to leave, open to join the club. Um, it would be difficult, to, like uh, for example, maybe Lukaku, but uh, he just joined Chelsea a year ago for more than 100 Euro million euros. And Lewandowski only wants to join Barca, as far as I know. And I think it will be really difficult to find a goal scorer, a pure striker. But like uh, we saw the other day, we can maybe try to get uh, a winger goal scorer like Salah, Mane, this kind of name. I really like uh, Mane, for example. Tell me what you think. Yeah, Mane kind of lit up Twitter yesterday, that whole report. I think he probably still I wants to... I think it's to... a great idea, to be honest. That's, I mean, he's older. What is he, 30, 31, something like that? Um, I, th I think he's 30, yes. Yeah. 
Hey, I mean, he, he's looked really good at Liverpool. I just worry that if it all comes down to the manager. The, Pochettino had all this firepower. He had Mbappe, and we struggled against mid-table sides in league on. So for me, I think the first change has to be the manager. Quite frankly, I'm not exactly. sure why he's not gone already. <laughs> um, I and think it's I, difficult to... Yeah. For the, sorry, yes, I think for Pochettino, it will be maybe in the next uh, week or so. It's not an information, but I think we can we will know more very soon. That's just a feeling. Yeah, no, I I think firing him before the end of the season so he doesn't get to lift the trophy would be pretty ruthless, even for PSG. So I could see that. Let him win a title, okay, and then send him on his way. Do you think there's any truth to the rumors that Zidane could potentially replace him? You know, if Mbappe does, if he is on the fence, is is Zidane the way that PSG could? Convince him to stay. Uh, I we we all know that Mbappe uh, relationship with Zidane is very good, and Zidane really loves Mbappe. But uh, I, I don't know why, but Zidane I see it very difficult now because uh, it's it's been widely reported that he he wants the French national team after Didier Deschamps, and Didier Deschamps contract uh, is uh, running out after the World Cup this uh, winter, so. Will uh, Zidane be okay to to join? It's uh, it's difficult to say. We will have to see what the report uh, will say in the next uh, days or weeks. And uh, if it's not Zidane, really, I don't have any idea who will join the, the club. Conte looks set to achieve a top four in Premier League, so I think he will stay at Tottenham. Um, what other names uh, do we have? I don't know. I don't think there's a whole lot out there. I just know that Pochettino isn't it. Just the fact that how he's mismanaged the the young players, Javi Simmons. Exactly, yes. Yeah, he's got... It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's uh, it's not good. I don't think there's any big names out there. So, unfortunately, I don't think we'll get... I think I'm I'm with you. Maybe a 15% chance we get Zidane. I'm not very hopeful for that. But whoever the manager is, I think you need a new voice. But I also think Leonardo... What he has done to this squad with some of the players that are there on the wages that they earn is criminal. Um, the fact that he refuses to look within Ligon and sign players to fill gaps uh, within the squad is a fireable offense. Like, why do we keep exactly shopping is. in Syria? I don't understand it. He he has to go. For me, manager, sporting director, they got to go. Sure, yes. It's uh, it's funny because uh, I remember when he when Leonardo came back in, in 2019 summer, he said we we have to lighten lighten up, yes, reduce the wage bill, and now the wage bill is even uh, higher than uh, three years ago. So he came with a first uh, mission and he totally failed it. And yes, uh, like you said about the youngster, it's been a really bad uh, situation, and also Leonardo badly handled the Mbappe case. So if we can believe the reports, uh, the relation between Leonardo and Mbappé entourage isn't really good at the moment. Yeah, I think it wasn't it Leonardo who said, or maybe it was Nasser, one of them said he will never leave or something like that. Yeah, exactly, yes, <laughs> last summer. <laughs> it's just, you can't, you can't say things like that. So the whole, the whole situation with the squad, but it, it stings from the top up and then all the way down through the squad you got to get rid of those two and then you've got to get rid of Draxler 
depending on how this, and I want to ask you about Idrissa Gay, uh, that situation, you know, that is something that is making national headlines. It's even making some of the, the um, papers here in the United States because um, of the controversy. So, like, you have players like that who are on high wages, who are on the fringe, who aren't really adding a whole lot to PSG's midfield. You have to sell them, but they're on such high wages. Who's going to take them on? It's it's really difficult. But um, just real quick, we don't have to get into it because I know it's super political, but any thoughts on, on the Idrissa Gay situation? Maybe other than it's just not a good situation for anyone. It's the last thing PSG needs yes. right now. Yes, exactly. It's not what the club needs right now, but... Uh... To be honest, I think it's a really complicated situation. I don't want to get political, so that's why I I haven't tweeted about it. Uh, maybe you saw I really haven't tweeted about the Idrissaganagay situation. But uh, yes, uh, it's been widely, widely reported here. I don't know you in the US, but uh, even on the basic uh, TV channel here, we have been talking about uh, Gay. So... His difficulty is on high wages, uh, and Leonardo can't really sell. He doesn't know how to sell. So yes, like you said, we have a lot of uh, average mid players on uh, high wages, and I don't know how we'll get rid of them uh, this summer. If Leonardo mm -hmm. stays, maybe if you know sporting directors uh, join, he will know how to. Like uh, until when we did uh, a few years back, he knew how to sell. I'm not sure if, you know, the laws in France, but is there anything, because I know the uh, French Football Federation was looking into it, I believe. Is is there, Yes. could he be sanctioned or like with the laws there legally? Is he in any trouble for this? Uh, I just know, like you said, he has been called to, to give his reason by the ATIC uh, uh, Council of the Federation, of the French Federation. But uh, I really don't know the law and the regulation. So if he will get sanctioned or not, we, we will have to see. So um, we will have to see in a few days. I think it won't be uh, very long. It won't be uh, a case yeah. that will drag out uh, like Mbappé. <laughs> and it, it'll be difficult to see if any any other club wants to take him because he's sort of toxic at this point. Everyone knows his name and, and why and this whole story. Um, moving on to something that may be a little bit more positive but also kind of sad Angel Di Maria, um, it's expected that he will go to Juventus. His contract is running down. PSG did not um, want to offer him any sort of extension. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, this is a player who's done really well. He's been a great servant for the club. He's scored some big goals. His assists are some of the best the past few years. It's sad to see him go, but yes. is it the right time to let him go? I, I think it's the right time. We we extended him last year, if I'm not wrong, because his contract was supposed to end uh, in 2021. And maybe some thought it was the, the wrong idea back then, but I think it was. But now we, we shouldn't extend him. We shouldn't uh, trigger the clause because we, we could extend him uh, easily thanks to the clause in his uh, current contract. But I think it's time to say goodbye and also uh, thank you. He's a, he's a legend, seven years. Um, yeah, he, he deserves a, fa a farewell uh, on Saturday if things are sealed. But uh, if there is still maybe discussion, I could understand why he, he won't get a farewell on Saturday. I think if he doesn't get his farewell on Saturday, it means uh, 
maybe the clubs and the players is still uh, uh, talking, I think. And, and if he does go, he will leave uh, Paris Saint-Germain with perhaps the most iconic photo in the history of the club. Um, <laughs> yes. The win over Dortmund with the, the flames and the pyrotechnics, uh, the supporters. Incredible picture. It, it, I, when I see it, I get goosebumps. I remember watching that. The club did a great like video with music of that whole moment when the, the players just ran up the stairs at the park and were cheering with the, the fans right at the outset of the pandemic. It's, it's, it's not just a memorable moment in PSG history, but in football history. I mean, it really is something to behold. And, and Di Maria is there with his shirt off in his hand. And it, it's just an incredible photograph and a, an amazing moment that yeah. I was glad that I was, yeah. you know, got to witness that. It feel, yes, it feels like a, a movie scenario, you know. It's like a movie pictures uh, with everything set up on the ba- in the back. It's, uh, it was a really incredible night, yes. It was fantastic. Um, so much going on with PSG right now. Everyone's focused on Mbappe, but there's Di Maria, there's Idrissa Gay, there's the hierarchy, where people are going. I can't thank you enough for, for coming on, spending a few minutes. I don't want to keep you too long because um, I know it's late where you are. And so um, I do want to just kind of go back to our initial topic and, and just say what's next for PSG Hub. Now you're, you're doing a little bit of podcasting with me. I know you started an Instagram account. Um, if you want to plug any of that, go for it. But uh, what what's the future for PSG Hub? So, yes, I've been thinking these past few months about uh, maybe uh, doing more. So just uh, more than just Twitter, more than just tweeting when news came out. So, yes, I started an Instagram account. And I've been thinking about uh, doing podcasts like, uh, like in yours or maybe some Twitter space, you know. So, yes, I think I will... Um, open different uh, mm, yes D- different channels yeah different um, channels yes exactly. I, I would say that the PSG audience who speak English is probably not as massive as maybe Manchester United or Liverpool or um, oh yes but, for sure yeah but we are passionate United is, uh, United, is uh, United Manchester United uh, fan base is uh, I think the greatest they are everywhere <laughs> they they are everywhere um Sometimes that could be good, sometimes it could be bad, but yeah. But I, I was going to say that like the PSG English-speaking fans, we, we can't match them in numbers, but we're passionate, and uh, no one can say it's easy being a PSG fan. We, we've been through a lot. We're, we're probably going to lose our best player for free to a team that knocked us out of the Champions League. <laughs> so, it's not easy, it's not easy, but uh, we will win. We will win one day. <laughs> we will win one day, and that is going to be a party. We'll have to have Di Maria back so he can take his shirt off again and celebrate with us. Um, it'll happen one day. But um, you mentioned Twitter Spaces. We kind of talked, and I just want to tell everyone who's going to be listening to this that you're going to have me on as maybe like a co-host on your Twitter Spaces. So I, we, I don't think we have a date yet. Maybe once the season ends and the transfer market yes. is open, the window, we'll do something, right? Exactly. Okay. We'll do something, yes. Really, when uh, we will have uh, a lot of news, we will have, we will have a lot of things to cover. So it will definitely be the time to do some things. Yeah, I'm really, mu- I'm very much looking forward to that. I'll get you out of here on just one last question. If you could sign within reason, like any player this summer, who do you want PSG to bring for next season? Who do you want them to sign? Who you most want right now, to see in a PSG shirt? Shamini. Alrighty, I'm trying. 
he's a beast. I've been watching Monaco for a few months now. He is incredible. He's all-rounded. He can play deeper in the midfield. He can play uh, like an eight, like a box-to-box. He can score goals. He can score long shots. His uh, passing ability is uh, remarkable. Uh, he's incredible. But I don't think he wants to stay in the French league. That's a shame. But uh, really, one name, Tramini. Hey, he should look at Mbappe. Went from Monaco to PSG, and then you can yeah, you can exactly. move on. Yeah, exactly. Could do the same move. Huh? Exactly. Same thing. I, I'm with you. I think he he wants something bigger. I knew Liverpool was after him. For me, it's Christopher and Cuckoo. I think he he wants to be at Paris. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. And he was the Bundesliga Player of the Year. What an incredible talent it's, that we we let go way Kunku too soon. Is a, yes, it's a it's a good idea. And Cuckoo, I uh, I thought about Tramini first, but in Cuckoo, yes, yeah. he can he can score a lot of goals like we saw with Seven. And we're going to need some of that goal scoring because if Mbappe leaves, we are in big trouble when and it comes to scoring I, goals. I have, to, I have to something to say about Romani. I think yeah. it will be a very uh, risky move if he moves this summer, if he wants to play the World Cup. If he really wants to play the World Cup and be a starter alongside Pogba and Kante uh, in November, December in Qatar, I think he should stay in Monaco one more year. And, and they will have Champions League. I'm looking up the table. They will have yes. Champions League football. So I think he should stay if he really wants to play the World Cup. Uh, joining Liverpool now would be a risky move because he wouldn't be a starter, I think. Uh, like we know, it's difficult to to go in this uh, Liverpool starting eleven. Like uh, Thiago spent a uh, few months struggling, Fabinho too. So yeah, he has he has a big choice to make this summer. If he really wants to go, Liverpool will be risky. Madrid will be risky. So Monaco or PSG will be uh, definitely a safer option for him. And Monaco are level on points with Marseille. They, uh, Monaco will go on the road to Lens. So, you know, if they win, they get Champions League football. Exactly. I, I, I think it makes sense to stay. So, I, yeah, yeah, a lot of fans, they want Chouamini. I would love to have him. Um, there's several players at Monaco I'd love to have. I tweeted last night, Sofia and Jap, I would love to have him. True, there's, um, yeah, there's several players. I mean, their academy is unbelievable. Um, ours is too. If we just managed to keep the players, we <laughs> maybe we'd be in a better uh, situation than we are now. Anyway, PSG Hub, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll let you go and uh, hit me up. Let me know when we can do a Twitter Spaces, and we'll do that. It'll be a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.